We are in Roundstone at the market and uh, Sundays, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. If you're in the area, you're on holidays, come to Roundstone and you will find lovely natural products, including honey from the green bee and also wax and a variety of other things. And Edward Smith, originally from Dumboy, now based down in Connemara, is going to tell us a bit about what he does and what we have here on the table. Thanks a million, Edward, for coming along for chat. So, we're looking at honey, wax, soaps, is it? Yes, shampoo bars. Yeah, tell me, tell me what, what, what we do here. <coughs> so, the, our whole idea in the Green Bay, we have uh, an apiary at home, and we have, at the moment, about 15 beehives. And we get about two crops of honey per year, and we use some of the honey and beeswax to we include them in our products. We make some creams, and we made some soaps with honey and wax in. We're just trying to incorporate everything together. So, when you say two Crops. Yes. From 15 hives, just how many? Yes, 15 hives. So, yeah. what's a crop? So, where we live at the moment, uh, you wouldn't get many hawthorn or, like, the east coast of Ireland, you would get hawthorn. That'd be your, your sort of main crop. Yes. Uh, we don't have those trees grown where we are because the soil is very acidic. So, we ha- we have to wait until July for the blackberry. That'd be okay. our main crop. Okay. So, that'd be what we call our summer harvest. And then we would get another one mostly around the end of September. And we have purple loosestruff, we have knapweed, we have uh, thistle, lots of things like that that are native to the area. And we would get a really nice, uh, still a runny honey, it's a, we call it our autumn honey. And last year we were very, very lucky. We didn't get a summer honey, but we were very lucky to get heather honey because we have ample amount of heather in the area. And what about, like, I know there's a lot of clover around. Yes. Bees wake up when? They, do they wake up uh, April? Is it a yeah, I would sort of leave the hives from maybe the end of October. I wouldn't open them again where I live anyway until maybe the first week in March. Okay. That's, uh, you need the temperatures up around, well, really, maybe about 10, 11 degrees. It's safe to go in quickly, but ideally it's about 15 degrees you need. But you can, you can safely look in around maybe the first week in March. And when you say where you live, you tell me it's out near Mam Cross. Out near Mam Cross, a town yeah. called Camus, yeah. Yeah, beautiful part. Beautiful part, all bog land, yeah, yeah and granite, yeah. Yeah, and will Lon a gale gancha? Neil, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. <yes. laughs> okay, so if the bees are waking up at that time, and you mentioned some of the crops that are there, um, I know there's a real concern about bees and the, yeah. the protecting and making sure that they survive. So when they wake up, what are they going to feed on initially? Uh, we herb bees are very lucky in the spring. They build up on, there's an awful lot of wild willow, an awful lot of wild willow in our area, and you get, um, of course, the yellow firs. Yellow firs bushes grow massively in the acid soil so that allows our bees to build up to a strong colony uh, but as I said unfortunately there's, there's a gap of a month maybe it's the middle of May to the middle of June where they don't really in my area have much to create a crop uh, okay. surplus so but where I am in spring yeah lots of willow and stuff like that that's, right. that's, that's native and consequently because of the area that you're in I would come to the conclusion everything here would be classed as organic? Uh, you can't actually class, in Ireland you can't class any honey as organic okay. because the bee will go uh, like up to three miles around you right. to get your honey. So unless you're on an island, uh, which there are plenty of islands here, right. unless you're on an island and you have your hives there with no humans, you can't really, you're not legally allowed to call it organic, but you can you can have it like uh, organic process, so as, right. as near as organic as you can. The other phraseology I'm familiar with with honey is the term pure. 
Yeah. And I understood that pure and blended couldn't appear on the same label, but yeah. I've seen labels with pure and blended on them. Yeah. We we don't blend our honey. I've uh, I know people in the East Coast now they would blend their honey because they would have a lot of agricultural crops like they'd have oilseed rape and they'd have uh, black bean. Yeah. And that gives you like a beehive. Sorry, a, a beekeeper could maybe put thirty hives on massive acreage. Yeah. And they would get a massive amount of the one very bland type of honey. But you can do very little with it unless you blend it with maybe a different crop, uh, like your summer crop. So that's why they would blend. But we don't blend. We just it's it's as it is. And I know some are blending with imported as well. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 the rumors going around where people will bring it in from abroad and yeah. it's cheaper uh, Eastern Europe. They get much better summer. They get a massive crop and they yeah. will blend with Irish honey right. and call Irish honey. Would you know from the flavour either what the bees may have been feeding on or where the honey may have come from? Uh, I wouldn't know by the flavour. I would know when I open my hives every week it's different. Uh, they bring in different kinds of pollen. Yeah. Right. And I opened my hives yesterday and there was at least four maybe five different colours of pollen. So I know there is stuff in the area but I don't have the taste buds to tell uh, the honey. Yeah. But I believe this honey three or four miles away in either direction tastes different to ours. It's just it depends on what's in, in the local three mile area. Because like, in the drinks industry you'd have sommeliers and they can yeah. shake it not yeah. in the honey business do you have similar type people well there, there's honey competitions that take place every year in Dublin I've never entered one now but I've seen them they, they would class them on the clarity okay. basically that's how they class different types of honey it's, it, it's way above my head but yeah it, I think they do taste them as well they do a spoon test but I, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference myself now <laughs> <laughs> so we've been talking about the honey but then yeah. there's the wax yes. as well yeah. and you have the other products tell me a bit about how much relative to honey how, what percentage then of the product if you were to say there's this global product how much is honey and how much would be wax well from the hive it would be I'd say about maybe 85% honey and we wouldn't get that much wax we use the wax capping so it's basically whatever is in the harvest uh, for, for cosmetic grade wax now different from the candles you can use brood wax you can use any type of wax right. but you need really high quality white wax for uh, for cosmetics because we, we, we have ours all safety assessed and everything else so it has to be has to be passed for antimicrobial tests and so on so the best wax to use is basically the one that they use to cap the, the, the honey cells right. uh, because that's actually being produced fresh from the belly of the bee like from, from the gland so other bees haven't really uh, done anything it's hard to explain but that's yeah. for cosmetic grade you have to use the, the cappings now you're talking about cosmetics so yes. tell me about the cosmetics yeah we make a range of shampoo bars, soaps, creams, and we're just, uh, again, we have them all safety assessed and so on, but we, we've incorporated our own honey into some of the soaps, some of the balms, and so on, and your customers seem to like it, that we're, it's all traceable back to us, and that's our whole idea, that we, we use very, very uh, high-quality, unprocessed products, and including that is, is our, our honey and wax, and for that reason, uh, we just like to think we're standing out a bit, that we're, we can trace it a lot of our products you know you're here at the market so is this your primary retail uh, methodology going to markets or uh, we would like to online yeah we are online just recently we've gone online uh, we started off we we live on a nice area on the wild Atlantic way we have an honesty box uh, oh yeah yeah and Donna uh, Donna Sturm my girlfriend here she's from Holland and she's very famous over there they do honesty boxes for selling a lot of beekeepers to sell the honey that way inside the road we do the same 
and that's how we really got started selling things. So we sell all of our range of products from our honesty box, and it basically you don't have to be there to to sell. I've seen an honesty box for for eggs. Yes. in another part of the country. Yeah. So how have you found business through the honesty? Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I said ninety nine percent of people are perfectly honest, and it works well. They appreciate the idea that they're not being watched, and they do. They yeah, they do the system well, but uh, it works for us because right. uh, we're on a main road. We have places for people to stop, so we're very lucky where we have one. But we we do have a website as well, and we do Facebook and so on. But markets are the way we want to go. Yeah. And while we talked about honey, I also see some other products there. I see some jams. You also make yeah. Myself and Donna, we make a range of jams. Uh, at the moment, we buy in quite a lot of our fruit, but we are we have three acres at home in Camas, so we're growing our own crop of rhubarb, raspberry, and so on at the moment, and we just that's our hope in a few years we'll be able to supply our own again traceable back to airplace I'm going to switch back to the cosmetics there yes. because I see a, uh, there's a variety of bams yes uh, if I see a lift bam a hand bam yeah um, what range of products like what, what yeah well we, we do lip bams again it has two of our ingredients and it has our own wax and our own honey uh, and we do three three in that range one is just the, the plain as I speak it, it tastes of cocoa butter but the other two some people like orange so we have a sweet orange one and a peppermint one right. we do a hand balm because of the pandemic we realise a lot of people are washing their hands a lot more than normal and they're getting very dry hands so we actually that sells quite well again that has their own honey and beeswax because they're very moisturising so Edwin I also see what appears to be a sponge yes. I don't see it's more like coral yes that's a, that's actually made of vinyl it's recycled vinyl uh, and it's very very light and it allows any homemade soaps that are made they're very very high naturally in glycerin and glycerin soaps that are handmade if they remain in the shower in a moist environment they will turn gloopy oh, yeah. and it'll yeah. break down yeah. so you have to uh, free drain them like years ago people used to free drain them on a soap yeah. dish but this is just a modern version of doing it right. and it allows the, the soap to last long Right. Ed, when you mentioned that you retail online as well as at the markets, yes. what other markets do you do other than around uh, from here? This, this round to the market is on every Sunday, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and then there's a new one starting for us in Ballon Robe. That's, yeah. that's once a month. It's on a Saturday. So okay. next Saturday is the first one of the year. Okay. So again... We, we would like to attend that every month as well. Oh, yeah. And if anyone wants to find you out there on the web or yeah. Facebook, where can they find Yeah, you? our address is www.thegreenbee.ie. And Facebook? Facebook is The Green Bee. Fantastic. Yeah. It's been a real pleasure having a chat. Thank, Thank you very much. Thanks indeed.